about the change of audio in this episode. Um, my mic was working and then not working. Um, I hope it's not super noticeable. Uh, yeah, apologies. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Us Anxious Folk. My name is Lauren and in today's episode we're going to be talking about what to do when you wake up as the other. How to find a sense of ease when you've started the day feeling like you are in the thick of it. I'm sure if you're here listening to this podcast, you're likely to have had a time in the not so distant past where you've woken up and for whatever reason, you feel incredibly anxious, incredibly, um, you know, incapable, jumpy, nervy, sick in the belly. You feel like you have to cancel all your plans and you want to crawl back into bed and hide. Um, I call this the other because for me, it honestly feels like I'm a totally different person. Um, it's like I'm the upside down version of me. Tara Brock calls this the fear body, um, which I can certainly relate to because it does kind of just feel like you are just running off pure fear. Um, and for me, it's like the way I respond to things changes, the way I feel physically and emotionally changes. Um, I tend to like cry quite easily. I'm very oversensitive. Um, I can, you know, pick more fights than usual. <laughs> um, all because I go into this kind of like protective mode where I just want to dive into my comfort zone and stay there because I just, I feel like I can't cope with the day. When I was housebound, this was like the only version of me that I knew. Um, I knew that I used to be different. I used to be someone who'd say yes to things and I didn't wake up feeling so heavy and afraid and I was actually enthusiastic. Um, but it was like I'd become this shell version of myself and the only emotions that were alive in my body were negative ones. These days, I don't tend to wake up as this version very often. I still do. Um, for the most part, I'm in a decent mood. I'm not like apprehensive about where I need to be or where I need to go. Um, usually I just wake up feeling tired mostly, um, but I don't wake up with that like totally overwhelming sense of dread. Um, but still there are those days every now and then where I do wake up feeling that way, whether it's because I have like something on that day that I've been particularly anxious about, or maybe I was up late feeding a crying baby <laughs> um, or you know I like went out and indulged a bit too much in alcohol or food that I don't usually eat um, or like maybe it was just from socializing and like I came away from it feeling crappy does that ever happen to you where like you go out socializing and you spend time with people and then you come away from it just absolutely hating yourself <laughs> I don't know if that's just me, but sometimes it happens to me and it can give me like this like anxiety hangover for the next day where I just feel really down and uneasy and like overly sensitive. And anyway, that's a topic for a whole other time. Um, the point is I still every now and then wake up feeling like that other version of me and my immediate reaction is to go, oh God, why is this happening what's wrong with me? And so that brings me to the first key takeaway from this episode, which is that 
so frequently when we feel anxious and uneasy and overwhelmed, the first thing that we do is worry about the fact that we're feeling anxious and uneasy and overwhelmed. <laughs> if you are familiar with Claire Weeks, who um, I love, I've spoken about her before. If you haven't ever heard of Claire Weeks and agoraphobia is something you deal with, definitely go check out Claire Weeks. Um, but she calls this second fear. Um, it's that fear that you add to the fear that you're already feeling. And honestly, it's really the second fear that feels the worst. Um, the thing is, it's within our human nature to both want to solve problems and also to get as far away from danger as we possibly can. So if you think about the scenario of waking up and feeling anxious, not only is it within your nature to say, oh, what's happening here? What's wrong with me? What does this mean? But also you are emotionally trying to remove yourself from those yucky feelings at the same time. So it's like, sorry, Charlie's just, you know, when dogs just do circles, like trying to find a comfy spot and he's like on a bag, <laughs> doing circles on a bag. Anyway, um, where was I going with that? Yeah, it's like, the fact that we are feeling anxious means that we're in danger and it also means unsolved problem, which in itself spells danger. So, so already we are falling down this rabbit hole of like fear and worry and confusion and this urge to both hide and fix. And I think for most of us, the way that we fix is by hiding. Um, I mean, that's like agoraphobia in a nutshell, right? <laughs> um, but something that's really important to remember, I think, and something that helps me time and time again is to consciously remind myself that I don't need to solve this problem. I don't need to add that second fear to whatever feelings are present. Um, I can't remember where I spoke about this recently, but I know that I did because I remember saying it. But I know I once messaged Anthony when I was having this really bad panicky day. I was at work um, and I just had a really bad morning and I'd, I'd woken up feeling like that yucky version of me. And um, yeah, I texted him and I was like, what if it's happening again? What if I start to go downhill again? I was doing so well. Like, what the fuck happened? Um, and he was like, Lauren, today is today. Not tomorrow, not yesterday. Whatever is happening today doesn't mean shit for tomorrow. Like, yeah, it's today is today. And that's that's something that stuck with me because I'm always so quick to jump to the worst case scenario, obviously, <laughs> being someone who is anxiously minded. Um, but I'm so quick to jump to the worst case scenario when I'm having a shitty day. And I think, like, what does this mean for my future? Oh, no, I'm going to become housebound again when actually I don't have to attribute this bad day to a bad tomorrow. Like I can just rest today. I can just sit with these yucky feelings. I don't have to solve them. I don't have to do anything about them really at all. <laughs> um, I don't have to figure them out or run away or like worry about what's going to happen next. And it's funny how quickly just that simple reminder can add some ease into my body like I can breathe I'm like okay 
I'm all right. <laughs> and actually, I just want to clarify as well. Um, I said I can just rest today, but I don't mean rest as in like, you know, I can cancel the entire day and spend the next eight hours in bed. Um, although sometimes that's completely called for. Um, but I find for me on those days where I wake up feeling terrified and anxious, the kind of rest where you check out for the day is the last thing that I need. Um, so when I say I can just rest, what I mean is that I don't have to go into that zone where I'm like trying to put fires out, um, where I'm trying to figure out what went wrong or like Googling whether or not I should change my medication. Um, Cause you know, that's something that I've done in the past when I've been like freaking out about why am I panicking today? Um, but yeah, I can just like take a step back and say, today I feel like garbage. That's fine. There's no dramatic action needed. I can just feel like garbage today. Doesn't mean anything for tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so that brings me to my next point. And this is something that took me a long, long time to learn. <laughs> um, but on those days when I wake up feeling panicked and anxious and feel like hiding away, I know that the most helpful thing that I can do is to encourage myself to get out into the world, um, like include myself in society, make conversation, go to work or go to school or like coffee date, whatever it is that I tell myself, I don't want to do that today. It's usually the thing that I most need to do in order to start feeling more like myself again. Um, and that's not easy. <laughs> um, I've spoken so many times about how the fact that like it's our natural reaction to panic and fear to contract. Um, it reminds me of those little like if you've ever been to the aquarium and they have that like area where you can touch the sea animals and they have these little anemones, these little like balls. And if you poke them, they like contract. Um it reminds me of that. We're exactly like that. My emotional body senses danger. It's like, I just like clam up. Um, and then I think the best course of action is to stay away from the world. So I'll message my boss or my friends or whoever and be like, Hey, I can't come today because I'm like, you know, having a bad day. I'm not feeling well. My anxiety is peaking. Um, and I do this because a, I think that it's going to make me feel better. And B, I think that it's going to keep me safe. Um, like, you know, I can go easy on myself today. I don't have to add any extra pressure, you know, that whole story. Um, but I've learned that when I do this, I only end up exacerbating those sticky feelings. I end up feeling more distant, more ostracized, more panicked and everything for the remainder of the day feels tinged with like this sense of doom. Um, yeah, it's like it becomes that much harder for me to find any space within myself. But I know now that if I'm having one of those really shitty days, as annoying as it is to go, yep, OK, I know the last thing I feel like doing is going out and socializing or going to work or whatever it may be. It's also the quickest way back to myself. 
so many times I have had the worst morning and I've been like completely convinced that I shouldn't go to work um, or, you know, whatever. But then I'll go off to work, like I'll force myself to go. And by my mid-morning break, I'm laughing and feeling completely connected and happy and like a normal functioning member of society and thinking like, what the fuck was I so anxious about this morning? Like, why was I feeling so much dread this morning? Because now I'm fine. Um, whereas if I had stayed home and refused to participate in the world around me, I would probably still be feeling really crappy. Um, so that's a huge one for me, getting out there, like allowing myself to be seen when I feel like I'm at my worst, um, encouraging myself to interact even when I'm feeling anxious and like, I'm not going to add any, anything to anyone, (laughs) Um, yeah. Another thing that helps me when I'm having one of those days is to have like an arsenal of go-tos, um, that I know will make me feel more grounded and calm. I'm repeating myself here because I know that I've spoken about this so many times, you're probably sick of hearing it. Um, but my most utilized methods of self-care are things like a run or a walk. Um, it's a bit of a cliche to say like, you know, go for a run when you're feeling like you have a lot of problems. Um, But honestly, I find that sweating it out when you are panicked is the best. Like put all of that excess adrenaline to use, like get it physically out of your body. Um, It really, really helps me. Um, Yoga too. I don't think there's a yoga with Adrian episode that hasn't made me feel better on a really dark, dark day. Um, but I also know that, for example, if I cook something, like if I go to the really nice grocery store, you know, the really expensive ones that have like a dedicated cheese section for like fancy cheese from France. Um, if I go there and I pick out like amazing ingredients for a bolognese, like fresh basil and, um, the expensive Parmesan, and then I make a bolognese and I spend like four hours cooking it to my favorite music. I know that that's going to make me feel good. I know that if I go spend an hour at a bookshop or a library and I come home with a brand new book to nestle into the couch and have a cup of tea and read, although, you know, with a, with a five month old, that, that isn't a reality anymore. Um, (laughs) but that used to make me feel good. Uh, if I watch any movie with Meryl Streep in it, I'm bound to feel pretty decent afterwards. I have this whole like list of resources that I can use if I'm not feeling like myself. And I know that just spending a little bit of time doing one of those things is going to like light that fire within me again so that I can find my way back to myself a bit easier. I actually wrote a list a couple of years ago in my journal of things that make me feel like myself, like activities and moments. Um, so that's a really handy thing that I can go and revisit if I ever forget, like, what can I do to make myself feel better right now? (laughs) I know that I can go into my journal and like, okay, there's a whole list of things. Um, so that's really helpful. So if you have never done that, I highly recommend it. Um, in fact, if you are listening to this episode, I would love it if you would go to the YouTube version of this and comment with, you know, like your things that make you feel more like yourself. Um, I'd love for you to share. I'd love to know what your resources look like for you. Um, but yeah, 
most of all, I just realized I had a cup of tea here that I made at the beginning of this episode and forgot to drink. I'm always worried that the the drinking noise on a podcast episode is going to be like super slurpy. <laughs> Sorry if it is. Um, but yeah, I think if I can leave you with anything from this episode, it's that those days where you wake up feeling like the other aren't necessarily the worst thing, even if they feel like they are. And they are going to happen. Um, like I said in the beginning of this episode, it was always so common for me to like react to having one of those days and be like, oh my God, what's happening? What does this mean? Why is this occurring? Uh, you know, am I going to go downhill again? But now I kind of like to look at it as something that just happens for no particular reason. Like it just happens. And the best thing I can do is to be accepting of that and know that I don't have to like fix it or I don't have to worry about it being like the catalyst for a breakdown. Um, but in saying that, I know that there are little actions that I can take that will nudge me back towards a place of feeling a bit more easeful. Easy. <laughs> Is easeful a word? I don't even know. Um, but yeah, I, like there are things that I can do to make me feel more like my whole self rather than just like the survival oriented parts of me. Um, yeah, I hope that episode was helpful. Um, like I said, I'd love for you to share some of your resources, some of the things that make you feel more like yourself or most like yourself. Um, but yeah, just know that those, those days where you wake up in the fear body or as the other, um, those days happen to, I think they happen to everyone. Everyone has shit days. Um, but especially those of us who've dealt with panic disorder and, um, you know, toilet anxiety and agoraphobia and all of that fun stuff. We're bound to have days where we wake up feeling like we maybe did in the past and worry about what that means. But just know that all it means is that you are a normal, functioning human being. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I hope you are all having a fantastic day wherever you are, whatever you may be doing. Um, and, oh, I do want to let you know that I recently asked on my Instagram stories some questions about meditation. You may also know that I have recently... Uh, completed a meditation teaching certificate because meditation is something that has helped me a lot but I always felt like I couldn't um, I felt like I couldn't quite claim that because the way I meditate is not like the traditional way to meditate I guess I mean maybe it is like I do often sit in stillness with like my legs crossed and my arms out and like I do that as well um but I I I guess I make it a little more me I don't know that sounds really lame um but yeah like I just I didn't feel like I was doing it like properly or um I didn't feel like I was any authority on the matter and I still don't but I know that um there are a lot of people who find meditation difficult or they find it a bit inaccessible especially when you have anxiety because um, when you have anxiety, sometimes it can be really hard to 
sit and you know sit with what what's there because what's there can freak you out and set you off um yeah so i have been trying to figure out a way to bring meditation to people in the way that i've found it helpful hoping that someone else might find it helpful um and so anyway long-winded way of saying that i've started um recording meditation videos that I'm going to be uploading to my channel shortly and they are going to be very informal very unprofessional um it's literally just going to be me sitting down guiding you through a meditation and um yeah just uh, like I'm just trying to make it as informal as possible as casual as possible as easy as possible uh and I hope that it helps someone in the ways that it has helped me to sort of just sit with what's what's here. Um, overall, I think meditation has really helped me to, uh, I recently spoke about it in my stories, to soften in the face of panic, which has been a skill that's been quite useful lately. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm babbling now, so I'm going to leave it at that. Hope you're all having a lovely day and I will speak to you in the next episode. Ta-ta. Thank you for listening to the Us Anxious Folk podcast, the podcast for the chronically overwhelmed, perpetually panicked, anxious folk in all of us. If you would like to find more about me, you can find me on YouTube at Lauren Rose or on Instagram at Lauren R underscore Rose.